Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second unit with myself, Freddie, and Meg. Hello. It's the podcast where we pick a film, one of us picks a film at least, that we know and love and the other one has not seen before. And that film today is Event Horizon. And yes, Meg's, it is. It's my, my pick, and Meg's comes to this podcast excited. So I'm excited because she's excited. Meg, why are you so excited? I loved it. It was so hammy. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this film's a real piece of shit in like, oh some really God. endearing ways. It- every way possible like it's got sam well, no, neil and i love him yeah but the acting was subpar the plot yeah, made no yeah. sense the editing was just uh, atrocious but there's but, a lot of problems with the filming so we'll get into that because i did a little okay. bit of research thinking this has a big cast there's got to be oh, a reason God. why it's yeah. the way it is and there is a reason no yeah no there there, there is i have i have <laughs> likewise swatted up on the on the <laughs> treacherous story behind this film um but yeah you say it's bad in every way i don't know if it's bad in every way it's bad in a lot of ways but i really enjoy this film no i enjoyed it like, i loved unironically. it i mean it was just like um mm, the room so bad it's good no it's not it's i mean it's obviously really a little good. bit better than the room but still like i think i think well I'll I'll run you through the plot. Well, for the for the for the link, uh, well, actually, there's not much for link this week either. <laughs> Between this film and Three Billboards, uh, there's a little bit of blood in Three Billboards, and there's a lot of blood in this. Ah, got. I've got a link. I've got a link. Go on, tell me. Parental tell me. guilt. Oh Parental yes, guilt. parental Aha. guilt. Love it. Well, there's a link. Anyway, so the plot is. Lawrence Fishburne is the captain of the space rescue vessel, the Lewis and Clark. And on board, they have Sam Neill as a science consultant. You see, Sam Neill designed the ship, the Event Horizon, to teleport through space. And it did that seven years ago, but it never came back. So they're going to see what's happened because it just came back. What? Wow. As it transpires... It would appear that the ship accidentally teleported to hell seven years ago, where the whole crew went mad and killed each other in some kind of blood orgy, I think it was described as by the filmmakers. Uh, The ship itself also seems to have gained some sort of sentience and demands a new crew. The rescue team see visions and get picked off one by one, mainly by Sam Neill. Sam Neill as a Dr. Weir, who uh, he goes very mad very quickly. Um, Three of the rescue crew do manage to escape after Lawrence Fishburne sacrifices himself. Uh, They enter stasis pods awaiting rescue, and when they are rescued, one of the crew members, Stark, sees a scary Sam Neill, but then does a double wake-up, that old trope. So, was it a real ghostie, or just a bad nightmare? I was about to... I was so glad that at the end, when she she sees Sam Neill after all of this, I was like, Mm -hmm. if they... Dallas the shit out of this I will flip my iPad <laughs> I'm not having it was all a dream no and not then it all was a dream just the double but, wake up yeah but I was like instantly I was like no no <laughs> no you better stop right there and it did thank god yeah it's a, it's a good cliche it's always good for a little laugh that I woke up oh something scary oh I woke up again 
Yeah, um, it gives me big A level <laughs> film vibes, like you know. Yeah, well, the thing about Stark's final little dream at the end there, um, as she's rescued, is sure it could just be a little bit of PTSD, but what she hallucinates is uh, Sam Neill's Doctor Weir in his sort of because he he dies and then is sort of resurrected by the ship and he comes yeah. back all weird and naked and like he's got sort of cuts all round his face and like sort of sort of satanic markings and and whatnot and that's who she sees is mm. Sam Neill like that she never saw Sam Neill like that so that's either a plot yeah. hole or a legitimate haunting oh oh you see oh <laughs> what do you think about that huh i feel like it's a plot hole there's there's a couple yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of things that this film did really well. Um, I really liked that when one of one of the guys, he goes a little bit insane because he's the guy who actually went through the portal. Jason, isn't it? Or yep. baby. Ja, yeah. Yeah. Well, Justin? anyway, Justin, that's it. So Justin, Justin goes through the portal in hell and he comes back. You don't see what he sees, really. You see a couple mm. like flashes throughout the film, but you don't see yeah. exactly what he sees. And when he goes through the portal and he comes back, he goes insane and tries to kill himself. But I, I really liked the little attention to detail in that, like, um, you have about nine, uh, 15 seconds in space before you go, um, you know, you, you pass out, and then you've got about 19 seconds until your lungs rupture. And, sure. Um, the guy saying, you know, get all the air out of your lungs, and then the mm. really quick retaliation, I was like, oh, accurate, nice. Yeah, well, that's as accurate really, as it can be, because no one's really actually done cool this, scene. but this is all theory, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you exhale all the oxygen, your lungs shouldn't rupture. <laughs> well, it's it's a bit like if you're if you're at, like, the, the bottom of the sea scuba diving. Yeah. If you take a big breath in, on your with your with your with your lungs and your and your little you know your little air tank and whatnot at the bottom of the sea, keep that keep that full breath, and then start swimming up. Air expands as it goes up, so if you do that, your chest will explode. <laughs> yeah, which is why the guy was like, it's sort of that get all what, the that, sort air of, at your lungs. Yeah, it's that vein of science. Oh my god, some attempt to be somewhat scientifically accurate. Mm, and um, there's some. Amazing body horror oh, in that scene, because yeah. because Justin's like in the airlock as all the things starts draining, uh, his veins all start like popping oh, out of his me. arms, and then he puts his hands over his face and like there's just blood streaming between his fingers from his eyes. Yeah, because he screams just before the airlock opens, <sighs> but he's I'd, like, "Oh my god, I'm me lungs, again!" No, they absolutely ruptured, didn't they? Like you see him splur mm. the blood out. It's minging. Um, but he is one of the oh, three survivors. My so. favourite part of the film as well, when he goes, Justin! <laughs> like, why are you saying it like that? Justin! It was yeah, just there's some... like, it's Lawrence Fishbourne, and I did not expect yeah. that out of a talented actor like him. Justin! It was What's... awful. But is he, is he a... He's not on my list of, oh, what a guy. He's pretty good. He's a... Uh... In quite a lot. He's in Boys in the Hood as the dad. Yeah. He's pretty good in that. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. he's pretty. He's pretty. Pretty good. I don't think I've ever seen Lawrence Fishburne something. But wow. Well, he's not a bad actor, is he? He's sticking with that. No, he's not. Because like, bad. he's just fine. He's he, in. He's in the category most actors are in, which is ah yes. He's fine. He's he's pretty good. And then he goes Justin. And then I was like, what the hell, Lawrence? 
I can't even defend um, him after that. It's not. It is a great. It's a great A scream. You know, uh, it's not the best scream in this film. Uh, so <sighs> Sam Neil, I think our introduction to his character even is Sam Neil having a nightmare. Yeah. Um, he keeps seeing his wife, uh, who, you know, something fucking weird happened to. Um, keeps having nightmares of his wife, um, and he does a scream at the end of this dream, and mm. it's not only me. Or even yourself, who picked up on that this scream is hilarious. If you just Google Sam Neill, Event Horizon, scream, there's about two or three YouTube videos of people who have just clipped that one scream. Because <laughs> it's just so funny. He's like, oh! It's like he's powering up or something. It's so funny. Like the Tom Cruise and the Mummy. Ah! Yeah, it's yeah, just... Yeah, that went around for a bit. Yeah. Ah! Ah! Wasn't that wasn't that because they copy and pasted the same screen like three times in the same no, trailer? No, it's just because it was absolutely just <laughs> so unconvincing. It was it was honestly no joke. Just ah, uh, uh, oh. uh, uh. also like in in <laughs> talking about <laughs> people making fun of trailers and whatnot. Complete side note, one of my favourite things, one of my first insights into the world of movie making mm-hmm. was when the first trailer came out for, I think, Deathly Hallows Part 2, Harry Potter, Voldemort goes, <laughs> like, five or six different times in that trailer. But like, proper Wario, you know, like, is it? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you and me, Tom Riddle, let's finish this other side together, and they jump off the tower meh, and there's like you know I've had a good ever me because he's, he's very me in that film and people took the absolute piss out of it you go and watch the film they took out all the me. he doesn't have a nose <laughs> he has to be like that there's no nose <laughs> you're making fun of a disabled person meh. of course he's nasally his passages oh, yeah. are blocked meh. his passages shouldn't be blocked his passages should be so open no, but like, it's all manky, isn't it? It's got like a little bit of skin. A little flat. Oh. Yeah, but you never feel like you got, oh, I'm bunged up like right up here. Oh, I can't get it out no matter how much I blow my nose. Well, but he I'm can't blow his no nose because he that. doesn't have one. Well, but but it, any any gunk should be so, you know, get-assable because it's right there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, but like, well, he would yeah. make a good mummy, wouldn't he? Because you wouldn't have to go too far up to just yeah. put the brain we'll out. scoop out his brains and whatnot, yeah. 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 Mm. Anyway, <laughs> but yes, Event Horizon. Um, I saw this film a while ago and loved it, and I saw it now and I loved it again. Um, <laughs> but I don't actually, honestly, remember it being as cheesy as it was. Yeah, there, there's a lot. This is a cheesy film. Now, I in was... terms of like action and and exposition and characters, it's cheesy. There, there's a couple instances where it probably goes a little bit overboard there's a bit where sam Neil has just gouged his eyes out and then he's using the touch screen like no problem <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad yeah, the spirits are flowing through him he's like daredevil at that point you know he doesn't even need... what is that's the whole line probably but... the most famous line from this film is where we're going we don't need eyes to see you know he's, yeah but he's, then... he's transcended to some sort of being of pure 
it's not consistent he's saying he's he's transcended he doesn't need eyes but then the ship gives him back eyes so clearly he needs eyes because then he resurrects yeah and he's got eyes when he comes back but that's all he's got everything else is gone we don't need eyes to see where i put that touch screen (laughs) it's just like i found it so jarring this is the man i like he has kind of got his eyes and he's got he shoots this gun at this guy and he's like what makes you think I'll miss? Um, to be fair, Lawrence Fishbourne isn't stupid for assuming the man who co- he's got no eyes now <laughs> is going to shoot wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah, but he's got, like I said, the power of hell and, I guess, Satan running through him, whatever. It was a, it, you know. it was a really weird concept. I quite, I liked it, but it, it I'm not, I'm not sure. I think I the con- get it. Like, I, think I the get concept it. is where it shines. It's so original. Yeah. But I'm like I understand it, but I'm not sure what what what's the point. Like I well, I, I don't feel think it's like a film it's... that has points and messages. It's, it's a film just it's just just stuff happening, you know. But that that's it's, what someone, it feels someone really thought, random. Someone thought haunted house genre sci-fi. No, together. Someone it's thought... a haunted house in space. Religion. Science. Yeah. Let's put these two things that usually contradict each other together. Yeah, well, that that's why it's such a good sort of fun little connection, and it's sort of uh, you know the whole the ship is possessed and demands a new crew. That's very yeah, almost like that. pirate themed, isn't it? Like the Flying Dutchman or some shit. It gives me big Futurama vibes. Sure, why not? It's just it's good. It's it's I, that form of sci-fi horror. I don't think had been really done. No. Wally yeah, does it, it well. W- Wally is scary as fuck, man. Um, Who does it well? But though? like Dead Space, the video game series Dead Space, essentially is this film. I think there's a whole, you know, Warhammer? I think there's a whole race in Warhammer that sort yeah. of, uh, it's essentially this, it's another rip off of this and sort of, essentially this film I love it. I love the concept. It's a cult it, film. It's it fun, and it's it's absolutely a cult film. It's fun. It's cheesy, and it's very cheesy. I mean, it, you know, back to the <laughs> where we're going. We don't need eyes to see line. It's, it's sure you don't need eyes. I mean, I don't need my appendix, but as soon as I realised I didn't need my appendix, I didn't gouge it out. Just keep it in case you do need it one day. Yeah, like what it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's just a lot of. So it's style over substance, but I'm all here for the style. And what's the ship's plan? It wants a new crew for what? Just to fly? To, to, to I guess, go through hell and and gallivant. The ship's just, it's, it's the ship. The ship is, the ship just wants to show you your inner fears. This you know? is another example of where people have too much for will to live. Because... <laughs> I'm out. (laughs) As soon as trouble started, space is so scary. Like every every space film I watch, I get invoked in this sense of "oh, I'm so small," you know. Mm. Um, And I just it makes me feel really like I don't know, not like monkey, little monkey. (laughs) Makes me feel like oh, I am just a primate (laughs) on a rock, like yeah, yeah. And, that's and, and I belong on rock, not up there. Yeah, and I was like, if I was in space and things were going to shit, I would absolutely dip. 
there's no way I'm sticking around for what's going to happen. I don't want to be scared. But, but <laughs> you, you, say, scared. you say to your captain, Lawrence Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne, I think we should dip. And he's like, no, we stay. I'd say, like, okay, mm. and I'd do a Justin. Probably a little bit nicer, though. <laughs> Getting in the airlock. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Blasting myself out this space. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scary, I mean, yeah, zombie apocalypse, immediately blowing my brains out. Yeah. Lost in space. Immediately blowing my brains out. Like they, this is the thing with these films, though, is like people always have such a strong will to live, and it's like you live, right? And you get there, but then, then what? Then what? You know. Well, I mean, you gotta... hopefully you're you're one of those three, yeah, that survive and. I'm a and sheep. Maybe yes, you're either haunted still, or you just got you know some Sam Neil visions, which, I mean, it's worse people to have visions of. I'd say Sam Neil has has maybe solidified with this film pick i think solidified himself as the patron saint of the second unit podcast um so you know there's not many more people i'd I'd like to be sort of haunted by that's very true but (laughs) because he is sam neil and sam neil is perfect you can't fault he's so i love him well you can and that's but he's great anyway no you can't he's theatrical he's a bit like um oh he's a fella from three boards from oh, what? three billboards. The... Oh, Tyrion Lannister. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, it's a bit Shakespearean, isn't he? Dinklage. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. that little. You he, know, he, he gives it. Him. He gives it his all. You know. Yeah, I love him for it, and he was the best part about this film. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I love it. But yeah, it's 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 just cheesy. Yeah. I, 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 said, I didn't remember how cheesy it was um, and I realised oh my god this film's terrible <laughs> in terms of cheese and, and like it's taking itself way too sort of seriously yeah no one really only two feels... minutes oh god two, just, just two minutes into the film I was like oh this film is not quite the mood I remembered because it, it starts with well the film titles you know and the music and the typeface are uh, just already hilarious and yeah. something I forgot about. <laughs> you start getting like a little timeline, like 2015, man mm. colonized the moon. 2032, commercial mining starts on Mars, etc. And it's, it's you know, wh- what is, what is, hmm, what is this for? And, and then... The, the their ship, the Lewis and Clark, comes up and get the same titles on screen. Vessel, the Lewis and Clark category, search and rescue mission, top secret. <laughs> if you're using subtitles to to not even tell us things, <laughs> then why are you using them? And I don't think any of that is stuff that we couldn't pick up on ourselves. The fact that it's a search and rescue mission. The fact it's called the Lewis and Clark, you know, who gives a shit you know, about the yeah. only information in this first bit that we don't, that we're not able to pick up on ourselves, is when commercial mining started on Mars. But you know, who gives a shit? <laughs> There's no bearing on the plot. No, and like it's, I, I seldom. Oh God, I'm using that word again. I've got a complex ever since. You guys, like, you say seldom all the time. <laughs> <laughs> seldom. But I, 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 I rarely. 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 
I um, never. Like films that handhold. Because I feel like if you have to handhold again, like Christopher Nolan going too much, you're not a good storyteller because film is essentially that storytelling. If if half your audience are, or, or if you have to spoon feed to your audience everything, mm. then what? Write a book? <laughs> Do any other art form? You know? Yeah. Like, I could see this in a book. I could see it. I could see you reading it with way more detail in it. Especially yeah. about the hell the, with the plot fully explored. I feel like this film didn't get the opportunity to explore everything, and that's why it feels really quite cheesy and hammy. And, yeah. and the way it's cut together is an issue. That we're just yes. gonna absolutely—it's a fundamental issue. I was watching it, and the cuts don't necessarily go together. There's there's really weird yeah. sound as well with the cuts. They're, very very yeah. Oh God, there's this bit where this we... woman, huh? Yeah, no, carry on. There's this bit where this woman is screaming, the uh, the blonde one. Um, Stark, she's like, maybe. <laughs> and, and it cuts between screams, but her sound doesn't match, so it goes, yeah. ah, like that. And it's oh, like, oh. Yes. <sighs> Stupid. Easy. This is a good segue, perhaps, Sorry. to start talking about the, the <laughs> production this film went through. Oh, yeah. Essentially... The catalyst for the bad editing of this film was Paramount realised, oh my god, Titanic is not going to come out on time. And we don't have a film to come out in this gap. So they rushed this film instead, which first of all, fuck you, rush Titanic, not this masterpiece. (laughs) Titanic's a piece of shit compared to this. Um, So directors are guaranteed at least 10 weeks, apparently, to produce a first edit by the Directors Guild of America. This was cut down to six weeks, but they still needed two weeks of that six weeks to finish shooting. So this film was edited together in four weeks. I think oh. the films we made at uni, we took longer than that. <laughs> yeah, I took six. Yeah, it's four weeks yeah. to put a whole fuck-off film together. Those poor... No wonder it's shite. Bless. Yeah, There's so, so it's good job for four weeks. Four weeks, amazing. So no, I mean it's it's a crazy short amount of time, but yeah. So apparently, a lot of footage didn't make it in that was supposed to. Yeah. Effects were unfinished. Like you said, the sound mix in this film is just god awful. Probably because um, they didn't have like, enough time for the sound editors to come in. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just the editors having to lay the, the sound track as they edit, and that's why it's so mismatched, because there wasn't enough time. Yeah, and there's there's one character, Cooper, who has had his own little side mission in this film. He gets blasted into space. He manages <sighs> to get back. But I think all of this guy's lines were either re-recorded, or I guess he's got a helmet on for a lot of it, so it's just ADR, but it's so such bad ADR, like all of his lines. Um, and he, he he has the last line of the film. God bless him. It's So Stark has her nightmare when she comes out of status and then has a re-wake up and is like, oh, oh, help me, save me. And she's surrounded by, you know, like space paramedics and whatnot who have found them in space stasis. And the space paramedics, you know, you can hear them saying, oh, get her a sedative, get her a sedative. And that's fine. But you can also hear Cooper, who is with the space paramedics, yeah. like right next to them, saying, 
you know, like, Stark, it's all right, I got you, I got you. He's, you know, in the audio mix, he's somewhere else. These these characters, we can hear everyone standing next to each other. If you just watch, like, the last two seconds of this film, you can see just, or sorry, here, it's like he's standing right next to you, and you're watching this scene happening across the room, and everything else happening across yeah. the room, he's right in your ear going, I got you, I got you. It's like, what's that? Um, the, the sound definitely adds to the heaviness and sometimes sometimes it's brilliant like the justin bit where he's like yeah justin with Just no the power there um yeah no no emotion either i thought that was hilarious i watched that and i was like the fuck i think sound is the the biggest thing to make you think this film is shit, and I can't really quite put my finger on why is bad sound design. Yeah, and and like the whole of the room is so awkward and fumbly, and that's mm. because almost the entire film is bad ADR. At least all of Tommy Wiseau's lines are bad ADR, and that's why every scene with him is just so funny. <laughs> like, oh, oh, hi, doggy. It's just it's. It's a weird line on its own, but it's 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 how it is in the film. It doesn't feel like it's coming out of his mouth. It feels like he's there on the screen and he's speaking to me in my ears. Yeah, it's like always that. always a little bit too too clear, too yeah. loud, doesn't sync, you know. Yeah, um, and this film exactly. has problems with that, um, especially as well. Like, there's a lot of like ruckus happens, isn't there? That like when the ship is crashing and stuff, everything just really sounds disjointed and disconnected like yeah. I, I feel like they didn't have time to do foley effects and maybe stock imaged it stock sounded it you know um it's pretty generic but yeah you've I got mean, what, you've got what? to sell it to me like you've got this apparent embodiment of hell and there's just no <laughs> yeah. sound of it except from a couple screams and i'm like seems all right i'd, I'd say you know, worst, you know fantasy and sci-fi probably need the most work in terms of you know, mm. sound design and like you know, fresh sounding things that you can't just draw from everyday life because they're not in everyday life. And this film is both sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah, and it does, and it's doing nothing. That, in that's terms exactly of that. yeah. Because four weeks, four weeks, Meg. They have four weeks to do it. I know, I know. Um, however, they did charge people money for something that they didn't finish properly, so you you can't be too generous to them. Well, we'll we'll get and to that's what paramount. It... It's kind of like the cyberpunk, cyberpunk. You know, cyberpunk came out because producers yeah. rushed it. It ain't done. And put it back in yet? Yeah, pretty much. Um, also, apparently, Paramount executives stopped watching the dailies uh, before they got to any of the gore. So dailies is like you know that day's before? little bit of footage you cut together what you do in the editing room and. You know, it's supposed to be watched day on day and day, so producers can be like, oh, yes, this is good, blah, 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 you know, give notes, essentially. They stopped watching yeah. the dailies um, before they got to any of the proper gore. Um, apparently, the first test screening was with an audience and executives, all of whom who had never seen the film before, <laughs> and apparently some members fainted, uh, so they were forced to cut out a lot of the gore. But the gore's like yeah. the best bit. The, the gore is the best bit. But oh, yeah, I don't um, even like talk about, You were saying about how, mm-hmm. you know, charging people for 
for uh, something that's not done. They didn't charge enough people because this film made $42 million on a budget of $60 million. So uh, Yeah, but it kind yikes. of... Like, I like this film, but it did deserve its loss because, like I say, it wasn't finished. and I, I'm glad the producers didn't make their money back on it. <laughs> But the silver lining is it then started doing really well on VHS because as you said, this is a cult film. It did find an audience eventually, just not yeah. initially. So then <laughs> Paramount wanted an extended edition uh, from director Paul W.S. Anderson, not Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, okay. Paul W.S. Anderson. But by that time... Loads of the footage had been lost or destroyed, um, and a lot of that, unfortunately, was the blood orgy scene that had no, been lost or destroyed. Not the blood which, orgy. I know it was a real. It's a real blow. Still is to this day a real blow to the horror community. Um, mm. Apparently, there's there's talkings that someone somewhere has a has a VHS of an original cut before they had to cut a lot of stuff out. There might be some more of that somewhere. Like I think. One of the producers and I did the think directors always talking about maybe finding it or that yeah. like to make a good One horror film there has to be a bit of sex in a good horror film because horror and sexuality go so well together you know yeah. like um, raw on um, repressed sexuality things like that absolutely and I was like oh there there is missing a little other element of that isn't there yeah I mean you, to make you do, it proper, you, do you know there's there's a slice of the blood orgy. Um, and it, it it is effective, but you know the sick freak in me and and the sick freak in everyone because we all have Let's one. See it. You know you you want to you want to see you want to see oh what else did you did you film? Because apparently they hired real amputees and porn stars so that the mutilation, sex, and rape would all look as realistic as possible. <laughs> There's some real fucked up footage out there somewhere or nowhere if it has all been destroyed. But they 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 don't. Don't look nailed it. Yeah, yeah, they don't look nailed it, but not in a not in a you know a fun sort of oh uh, we're together way. Yeah, in a in a let's make this as fucked up as possible way. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it interesting that horror is often equated with freedom of sexuality? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Sad, just a lot in the genre, like you said. Yeah, sad because it shouldn't be. If people like, want to yeah, go to a blood orgy, maybe cut out the blood, but the orgy, fair enough, you know. It's not that demonic. Consensual blood orgy. Yeah, Jesus had hose. <laughs> Jesus had hose, did he? Mary Magdalene. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, absolutely. I don't know who that is. Really, it's just a name from the Bible. One of his hoes, maybe. I, I think it was like his uh, person that he liked. Who she was an old prostitute. Ah, which wasn't wasn't she the last temptation of Christ? Oh, yeah. Maybe I think maybe. so. I think that's what that film's about. Maybe talk out my ass here. I think I don't know. Have you seen the Da Vinci yeah. Code? <laughs> I are you seen the Da Vinci Code? They made it a real thing. It's called Christianity. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, mm. I like the women and, in this and, film. Did Sorry. you? Yeah. Yay! Because often, most of the films that Fred has shown me have had women being, like, or having sexual violence committed against them. Mm, well, in the blood orgy, but... 
Yeah, well, we didn't see the blood already, so it doesn't. That was the old crew. It doesn't. That was the old crew, right? Um, That was the old crew. We're talking about the Lewis and Clark, yeah. The the women in this film were pretty strong, and one of them survives even better, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like. Yeah, I mean that's a cliche in itself, the final girl, but wasn't the final girl. It was a final trio. One of them being Justin. But yeah. Yeah, exactly, and I, I I enjoyed it. Because of that. I was like, oh, look, we got a pretty powerful woman. She's not doing anyone on the ship. She wasn't doing no, anyone and on the ship. she yeah. is just being proficient at her job. Oh my She's god. She's just a lady. An actual and human being yeah. in a film. Yeah, exactly. Wild. <laughs> you know. She a lady, and her being a lady had got not much to do with it. Yeah, so I, I really Apart enjoyed from that, that aspect. Weren't her, weren't her visions about her son, so they're sort of, you know... Oh, that that's the... The older lady. Is that the other lady? Yeah. Yeah, it's two ladies, isn't there? Um, so I guess her defining characteristic was her maternal nature, but... I also, just for that. references, it's not only the women that I can't remember the names for, I also... So I, I can't remember <laughs> I know, the names for I know men. a lot of the actors, but... Yeah. yeah. I know Dr. Weir. So I keep calling him Sam Neill, we're just going to have to roll but with yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's Sam, it's Sam Neill. Neill, right. Yeah. Um, and but, yeah, and and yeah, beyond Lawrence Fishburne and and Sam Neill, you got you got Jason Isaacs is in oh, this film, you know? I love him, Lucius yeah. Malfoy himself, um, yeah. who is probably the most hilarious character in terms of like, it's a funny one. So he's he's almost like the script's like, oh, I got a badass character. He's like, oh, I've seen some things, man. You know, I've been there. Um, in the depths mm. of hell, not for the first time. Ugh, that sort of he's that sort of guy. Um, but it, there's there's a glimmer, a glimmer of 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 you know the script knowing how stupid it is. So and when they're all introducing themselves, Jason Isaacs gets himself, and he says he says his name, and he says because because he's um. I guess like the 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 medic or whatever. So he goes like DJ trauma, as if you know, because he deals with trauma. But it's like he's got trauma. It's a funny that, and all the, then all the crew laughs at him because he's being way too serious. And it's like mm. ah, but I'm laughing too at how stupid that was. But they're laughing as well. Yeah. Does this film know it's stupid? I don't know. I know there's a bit that absolutely also made me die with him, which is why Lawrence Fishburne was like, "Watch out for Sam Neill." And he's like, I'll take him out. And then he instantly gets killed by Sam Neill like, in the next second. Like, as he finishes, I'll take him out. He's been throat, throat choked. I was like... I'll take him out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. um, playing basically the same character who also looks almost exactly the same as Jason Isaac's character is uh, Sean Pertwee. Oh, my God. Yeah, I struggled. in this film as well. Um, who Have you seen Dog Soldiers? No. I know it's one of Nat's favourite films, but... Dog Soldiers is a, is a is a very special film with Sean Sean Pertwee in it, um, and Sean Pertwee is also uh, John Pertwee's son who played Doctor Who. So there you go, a bit of British nice. trivia for you. Yeah. Love it. I did get right. Doctor Who vibes from the opening credits. Actually, I was thinking that. <laughs> I remember yeah. in my head thinking, "Wow, they 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 really just watched Doctor Who and thought that'll do." <laughs> they watched Slapped Doctor it Who and on. thought. What if there was a blood orgy in this show? <laughs> Doctor Who, but have it stupid. No, I'm joking. Yeah. It was fun. It wasn't that as bad as I make it out, really. It was enjoyable. I wouldn't watch it again, 
but I'm glad that I watched it so that I understand references to it now. And it was funny. Like, it, it kept my attention. Yeah. Probably the most out of the last couple <laughs> films we've done. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was I, hard I picked, not to. I picked a blend of, of, of you know, serious grown-up films mm. and just stupid shit. Yeah, and like I, I this, like... Colour Me Blood Red, Sky Captain, World of Tomorrow to an extent. I, I do like serious serious films, but I, I usually watch it like sporadically throughout the year. For the podcast, I watch mm. it just before the podcast. So watching so many means my attention's slightly drawn, but I enjoyed <laughs> almost everyone. But there's one I didn't enjoy, Our oh, Secrets in Our Eyes. I did not enjoy that one too much. Mm. Um, yeah, well, you, you say that you wouldn't come back and watch this film again. That is, that's the key difference between you and I, Meg. This is the, this is, this is for me, an absolute prime example of the sort of thing I put on if I'm feeling, you know, down, I want to feel a bit cosy. Mm -hmm. This is, this is my comfort telly. Some people, you know, watch The Office on repeat. Uh, I do sometimes gravitate to Always Sunny, but more often than not, I put on Event Horizon or, or Nightmare on Elm Street or just something. Pacific Blood. Pacific Rim, what? But it, no. gives me, it gives me big vibes. Pacific Rim and Event Horizon. <laughs> Silly. Rim's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, and that's going to absolutely throw hands with you. It's his favourite film. Uh, yeah, well. Well. <laughs> he also likes dog soldiers, so... <laughs> I'm joking, I love dog soldiers. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's hammy. Most of, most of what else I have to say, if not everything, is just pointing out and I guess giggling at more... Mm. hammy hammy little stupid bits and plot inconsistencies and for example uh they're they're going to the event horizon based on a distress call yeah they've got which is like this video and and or a bit of audio i think initially and then you at least you see the video that goes with it um it's like like it's basically nothing and then and then you know, they say Houston was able to put this transmission through several filters and we detected a human voice. Mm. Um, so they're able to do all that and detect a human voice. And then I guess these 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 scientists in NASA, I guess, is Houston or ground control, whatever the fuck, were clever, <laughs> clever enough to put it through the filters to find the human voice, but then weren't clever enough to know it was speaking Latin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Doctor Weird, doesn't he immediately go, "Oh, that's Latin." You're saying no one who was putting this through filters was like, "Oh my god, let me get my Latin to English dictionary." <laughs> Isn't yeah. that quite obvious? I don't know. It just feels like they were just trying to cram in that ah, uh, this guy's actually useful on the team, but it didn't make much sense. Yeah, it, made, it made him not useful. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's really funny as well that this whole film, the whole plot, the final conflict, comes down to Sam Neill and, and Lawrence Fishburne. Despite the fact Sam Neill is, you know, some sort of resurrected satanic figure, boils down to them having a fist fight with hilariously bad punch sound effects. <laughs> yeah. And it, that... Oh my god. Lawrence Fishburne's, like... Smacking around the head with an oxygen tank, and then he's on the floor, and then like he's obviously about to buy the ship up, and Sam Neill doesn't notice until like the last second. And I'm like, my dude, 
You are a reincarnated god. You should <laughs> I probably... I thought you were all-seeing. Yeah. I get it. It's cool. you got all this power. But take in your surroundings. Have a little breather. And maybe your ship won't get blown up. Yeah. You know? and Shame that. That was his ship. I'm not sure who I was rooting for either, because I did think Sam Neill was hilarious, and I was like, oh, I don't want him to die, because it's Sam Neill. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's absolutely like, you know, watching Friday the 13th, and you're like, I'm on the side of Jason here, I want to see him rip all these, yeah. you know, teenagers to, to shreds. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what other, you know, crazy ways can he inflict his pain and torture? The soundtrack for this film is by Orbital. Do you know Orbital? No. Well, you should, because they're from Kent. Which is nice, and they're named after the M25, so... Oh, nice. Fun, huh? <laughs> I, I did... I So I always watch everything with subtitles. Sure. It's, I just find it easier. One of those people. I, I miss yeah. everything if I don't have subtitles on. Um, and it also <laughs> forces me to watch what I'm watching, you know. Um, but right. at the end, it's so funny, because it's faced black and it just goes, Funky shit by Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> What? And I just read the funky shit, so I was like, I'm gonna have to go back. I had to rewind, and it was just popped up yeah. black screen. Funky shit. That's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it, it's got a slap in '90s like you yeah. know, rave soundtrack Which for some reason. Felt a little bit it. misplaced, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it just added well, to the mis happiness. misplaced, maybe in retrospect, but this was all the rage, you know. Yeah, I feel like they did what they could with this film. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's there's some there's some absolutely sort of like you know quintessential uh, cliche horror edits mm. in here. So like when when Sam Neill's in the green tunnels and he and he hears his wife voice, there's a dolly zoom. So you know the the, the tunnel behind him goes ooh stretches and it's you know it, it's like ah yes horror. <laughs> But it's good, it works, you know? And it's totally in keeping with the rest of the film because the rest of the film is that same level of of ham, you and know? I, I, at the beginning, there is another plot hole I noticed, which was really hammy. Oh, because the first dream that he has, he sees his eyes, wife... His eyes, wife... Eyes, wife. wife. Eyes, wife shut. His wife's... Wife's what? eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, think. Sorry, I've got to... Yep, he yep, 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 sees yep. his partner's eyes just out of her skull. Yeah. And he it's the same vision he gets on the ship, but he hadn't even reached yeah. the ship by then, so what's that about? Well, well What's that Meg, about? Tell me. He he made the ship, you know, he's essentially the ship's father and at this point I know the ship's you know, sentient, but is it telekinetic? Well yeah, I think so. Oh. Oh, I think it's I it's already it like it's reaching its tendrils out and it's like ah my creator returns. <gasps> Papa. 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 But yeah, overall, this film is my absolute fucking shit. I love this sort of thing. Eight out of ten, you know. This is gonna be hard to rate because I usually do my ratings based on how good the film is in terms of like you know telling its story and its making. I think this film did it's making very well, but no fault of its own. I think the story there, there there was a very interesting plot there. The the science and the religion. I, I liked that they were brave enough to just fuse those two things that don't really go together very well together. Well, you say that, but 
Frankenstein and whatnot. Yeah, but Mary Shelley got death threats, you know what I'm saying? Well, I doubt the maker of this film did. Probably. Maybe just just uh, anyone throws out <laughs> disappointed, a death threat, you know. Head shakes. Um, okay, right. I am going to rate this film a good six because Okay. I can't justify giving it more, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> you see you see, I don't rate films on how well made they are or, or how much they achieve what they were going for. I just purely how much I liked it. Yeah, but I didn't I don't think I did like I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, I know. But like, but like I think six is good because would I watch it again? Maybe in a couple of years when I'm pissed up with my mates and I wanna say who hey, you wanna see the film. <laughs> hey, you wanna see Sam Neill do the best scream you've ever heard. Right. That's my point, you know? Yeah. Well let's let's have a look. How does that compare up? Yeah, it's six point six out of ten on IMDb, so so yeah, I'm it's about, about average. Yeah. yeah. I agree with the cult following. <laughs> oh yeah. It's amazing. It deserves yeah. a cult following. It I'll does. give it that. It, it does. does deserve and that. I am part of that cult. <laughs> I pray to the ship, you know? All hell ship. All hell haunted house in space. Space. Love it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, thank you. Go and watch Event Horizon, if no other film. It's on Netflix from... at the moment. Is it? Yes, that's why I watched watch it. it. You've got no excuse, because everyone's got Netflix. Exactly. Love it. I just want to say as well, quickly, that uh, I love horror films. Uh, I tried very hard for all my picks this series, not to all just be horror films. This is the one the one film, I think, that's just a straight-up, absolute fuck-off horror film. And yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have changed it for It was the most it's, fun. It's a great film. It was fun. It's such a good film. This is what horror is to me. But yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.